You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Danuta and Hannah filling in today for Lawson and it is 8.06am and it has come time for our next quiz question, please, Hannah. Sure. Question number four, which number is missing from this verse in Matthew 1.17? Okay, so all the generation from Abraham to David are blank generations. From David until the captivity in Babylon are blank generations. And from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are blank generations. So it's the same number, right? Same number. So yes. we want to fill in the blanks, yes. okay? What number fits in there? It's actually quite interesting when you mm. look at the genealogy there of Matthew because it's very clearly cut off, you know, the right. same number on each side of what they're yes. actually covering there. Yes. So that question again comes from Matthew one seventeen. Which number is missing from this verse? And yeah, I'll say again. So all the generations from Abraham to David are blank generations. From David until the captivity in Babylon are blank generations. And from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are blank generations. That's right. So yeah. we're looking for that missing number for the blank. Text us in on zero four nine one zero six four six six nine, And you will go in the draw that happens at quarter to nine on Friday for two books, God With Us According to John by James Gilley and then God For Us. And of course, God With Us actually covers about John 1 to 12 from the beloved disciple John. And in this book, we actually see Jesus Christ revealed as God in the flesh in the nation to a nation that actually rejects him to the Israelite nation, of course, they do reject him, sadly. Um, and, you know, he actually covers it, you know, with this down to, he, he covers it in a very down to earth style, which is what I, what was really fantastic with the, the book. He actually handles timeless truths in such a way to uncover lessons from the Gospel of John that touch our lives today. So his personal stories from his own life and experience actually are brought in into that book to help explain what he's actually taking us on the journey of in that book. The one God for us, of course, is looking at how the, the book of John actually touches our lives today even in the 21st century. Mm. So the beautiful thing is with the book, so much of it applies to our lives. Yes. I mean, everything there applies to our lives mm. today. It, it's not a, just any kind of history book. It's the inspired word of God that is there for us to guide us and to lead us in every way, isn't it? So Yes. Yeah. So text us in your answer again. Which number is missing from the verse in Matthew one seventeen? So all the generations from Abraham to David are blank generations from David until the captivity in Babylon are blank generations and from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are blank generations text us in on zero four nine one zero six four six six nine and of course Hannah some of our listeners sure. may not have actually heard you on your interview sometime oh it's probably about two months, months ago yes. now maybe yeah. two months ago mm-hmm. or so tell us just a little bit about yourself because you weren't always a Christian were you no, I grew up in a non-religious family in Japan. So all my family is still not Christian yet. I'm praying for them. But yes, so yeah, I met Christian for the first time in my university life. And um, yeah, after that, God, um, I mean, God was working always. But mm. I know that God sent multiple people to my life. I went to study in Iceland for one year. And that was a time. And Iceland. Iceland, yes. Oh, wow. Oh, that would have been fascinating. Yes, I would fully recommend people to go to Iceland. It's such a beautiful country. Mm. All the northern light and, you know, natural hot spring and all that. Ah, oh, that was good. And I believe that God was speaking to me through the nature as well. Wow. Because 
when I went to um, climb this mountain and be in natural hot spring and saw this wonderful northern light, I just felt like, wow, maybe this is called like holy. Mm. Like, you know, I felt like True. There, there must be a designer. There must be someone. Like wow. it cannot be random. And I think I believe now I look back, God was speaking to us um, through the nature, speaking to me through, through nature. nature. And of course, we're told, you know, so many refer to God's nature as God's second book, you know, the yes, God's second word, yes, because the right. Bible is the written word. And in Romans one twenty, it says, you know, that it's there so that we are not without excuse. Mm. Okay. It's a fantastic verse that actually points us to the fact that God's nature is actually so significant for us because it actually, that is where we see God. In fact, it says this, Romans one twenty says, for since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Wow. So beautiful. isn't that powerful? So since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen. seen. And so what you're <laughs> describing mm. there is that those northern lights of Iceland, yes. for you, you started saying there must be a greater designer behind yes. this, and th- this is holy. And right yeah. there, you were seeing his invisible attributes clearly yeah. It was through the lights. Mm. Oh, <laughs> that's powerful. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. It was beautiful experience. And wow, God has many, many ways. Like in growing up in Japan, I didn't really have opportunity to hear about God or Jesus. Mm, mm-hmm. But, you know, God has many ways through dreams, through nature, through angel. We don't know, but yes. you know, you know, God has so many ways. So yeah, if we are praying for someone, we should be are persistently praying because we never know how God reached their, uh, their hearts. We do well. never know how mm. God's going to. And that's why even Pastor Justin Lawman was saying, I love what he said at the end as well. He actually said, you know, we need to be paying attention to what's going on. But more than that, if you know, if you're a believer, go into mission now and share the good news that Jesus forgives and that Jesus is returning soon. But more than that too, if you haven't, we say this often on Faith FM, if you haven't given Jesus a go in your life, mm. we want to encourage you to do that today everything is pointing around us that the world is coming to an end this world is not our home we're just passing through Mm. the true home is our eternal home that was prepared right at the start you know in genesis 1 and 2 with this perfect world Mm. and then and revelation 21 and 22 the Bible closes off with this perfect world happening once again. That's and right. it's because in between those two, first mm. two chapters in the Bible and the last two chapters in the Bible, we see this amazing rescue plan that yes. God actually has for yes. for everyone to be saved. He wants everyone to be saved. Mm. Our choice is to respond. Mm. That's yeah. what we need to do. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. You know, And then the obedience actually flows as, as an outward flow of the fact that we love Jesus because mm. he first loved us that's what you've done isn't it and so when we're thinking of you know so was it here in australia that you then came to know the lord well and gave your heart to jesus fully so i was in iceland and i came back to japan and 
Here again, I I think God was sending more people to reach me. So in Japan, actually three days before I came to Australia, I got baptized in. in wow,、yeah. that's beautiful.、Mm. So and I got baptized in、um, yeah in church, and then I came to Australia and、uh, came to、um, Seventh Day Adventist Church, learning more about the truth of the Bible, exploring and having a Bible study, going to church, and yeah, that's how、um, I actually got.、Um, Um, yeah, baptized again into our seventh Adventist church. Wow, because you found more truth in yes, God's word, yeah, and, exactly. And now you're a Bible work and doing <laughs> tremendous work. And of course, Justin would be keen to try and get his, you know, grab you down to where he is, you know, working in and down south part of <laughs> New South Wales. You're doing a tremendous work here, though, aren't you? And God is really using you in every way. And you've got that, and you've got the website. Tell us a bit about your is it Facebook page? Oh, it's an、um, Instagram page. Instagram page. Yes, Tell I, us briefly. About that before、sure. our time.、Um, the end. dot jp. So、um, yeah, initially I started this、um, YouTube channel to just share to Japanese people the truth that I learned. But then、um, you know the life got busier, so I was kind of stopped. But then、um, I had a t- chance to、um, join this.、Um, Kind of program by Justin Koo, who is、mm-hmm. doing the digital missionary,、mm-hmm. and yeah, I learned that actually not even you know fifteen minutes. It's actually like ten second or like、mm-hmm. less than one minute. Basically, these kind of real or shorts are popular now. So、mm. I was like, okay, it's maybe I can do something with it.、Mm. So I just like film. So every Saturday afternoon, our church usually go out to see the nature. So I just take this ten second of、um, yeah. Uh, a video clip for yeah ten second, and then I just voice over Japanese verse and put English translation, and just like that's it, ten second,、wow. and somehow so many people.、Um, It's reaching、yeah. a lot of people. What's the name of that Instagram if anyone wants to see it? Yeah, the end JP. The end JP. Yeah, so have a look at that if you want. So Hannah does some fantastic stuff every single day, really good,、um, and just you know, conveying the love of Jesus of what she actually finds around us. And of course, you know, as Romans one twenty says, for since the creation of the world, His invisible, invisible attributes are actually clearly seen. You're listening to the Breakfast Show. Connect with us on zero four nine one zero six four. Double six nine, and it has come time for us to go into our Bible study time. And this week we're actually looking at Esther and Mordecai. Esther, Queen Esther, the story of Queen Esther is really quite incredible thing.、It、and、is. of course, it's got its own little book, the Book of Esther. What's really interesting is. You know, you know the Dead Sea Scrolls that were actually found back in 1947 in Qumran in Israel.、Um, the fascinating thing is that all all the books of the, the Bible have virtually been found、mm-hmm. on to, written on on transcript、um, uh, on the Dead Sea Scrolls. The only one that hasn't as yet been found is the Book of Esther. Esther. But what we can trust、mm. is that. Knowing that the other parts of the Bible have actually been found, we can trust the Bible and know that the Book of Esther is significant and、yes. really important.、Yes. And where we're going today, so here's the interesting thing: what we're actually going to look at this week is the fact that cross-cultural ministry is、mm. really important. We touched on that briefly last week when Jesus、yeah. actually went to to Tyre and Sidon. He took the, the,、yeah. the disciples there. Mission trip. Mission trip. Yeah, it was really interesting because in Matthew four we see that all. 
the multitude came to follow Jesus. And when yes. we see the map, like yes. you know, those area, Jerusalem, um, Jordan, and um, this area. But then we if we don't see these people coming from Sidon or Tyra. And right. then if we see um, Matthew chapter 15, we see that Jesus actually go there, take a trip, mission he trip. He takes a trip there, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, it really tells us the heart of Jesus. He's yes. going there to reach people. Love it. Yeah, so wow, like praise God for this. Absolutely. And mm. Jesus is our model on what to do with yes. that, isn't that? And yes. th- here's the thing, it's not just limited to the Old Testament. These stories of cross-cultural ministry mm. and mission and having that heart of Jesus yes. Jesus showed that heart because the Jews by then had actually become so closed within themselves. That is right. Hadn't they? They'd actually mm. come so closed within themselves. They were keeping the message yes. to themselves. They were not mingling so much mm. with the other nations. And so Jesus was considered radical in this time. That's but he right. was act- he was actually modeling it then to them. But here's what we actually find. You know, if we're actually going to go, interestingly, we're actually going to go look, look at the book of Daniel because it's actually going to give us some of that bit of the background that we then go into looking at the story of Esther and Mordecai later this week. And so what we do know is that, um, so just a little bit about Esther and Mordecai with that. They were Jews living in the capital of the Persian Empire, Susa. For whatever reason, unlike other Jews who had actually returned to Judah, they actually, along with others, remained actually, you could say, in the land of their captivity. So how do we know about this captivity? Daniel chapter Daniel chapter 1, you know, this his, well, the book of Daniel actually gives us some of that background of, yeah. you know, the, the Jewish people being taken captive and how that actually happened. And in fact, you know, the book of Daniel is really interesting. It's got the historical sections. It's mm-hmm. also got the prophetic sections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. So the first six books of the, of, of Daniel are historical books, yeah. except for Daniel two, which is slipped in there That's right. as a, <laughs> and, as a prophetic mm-hmm. book because mm-hmm. it actually fits in with the story of the king, King Nebuchadnezzar yeah. of Nab- Babylon, doesn't yeah. it? So let's actually go and actually take our listeners with us to Daniel chapter 1, verse 1 to 12. And we're going to unpack this as we look at it. Do you mind reading that for us, please? Sure. Daniel chapter 1, verse 1. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim. Oh, I can't say this one. Jehoiakim, that's right. I'll say those when it comes yeah. up. <laughs> Thank you, Jehoiakim, uh, king of Judah, into the hand with some of the articles of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Shina to the house of his God. And he brought the article into the treasure house of his God. Then the king instructed Ashpanaz, the master of his eunuch, to bring some of the children of Israel and some of the king's um, descendants and some of the nobles, young men in whom there was no blemish, but good-looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge and quick to understand, who had ability to serve in the king's palace, and whom they might teach the language and literature of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of the wine which he drank, and three years of uh, training for them, so that at the end of the time they might serve before the king. Now, from among those the uh, sons of Judah were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. To them the chief of the eunuch gave names, he gave Daniel the name Belshazzar, the Hanan. 
Hanania, um, Shadrach to Mishael, um, Mishadrach and Azaria, Abednego. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of the eunuch that he might not defile himself. Now, God had brought Daniel into the favor and goodwill of the chief of the eunuch. And the chef of the eunuch said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king. Who has appointed your food and drink? For why should he see your face looking worse than the young men who are young, uh, your age? Um, then you would uh, endeavor my head before the king. So Daniel said to the steward, whom the chief of the eunuch had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, please test your servant for ten days and let them give us vegetable to eat and water to drink. Mm, interesting passage, mm, it isn't is it? There's so much to unpack here. But what do we find here? It's really interesting, isn't it, when we actually look right at the very start. It says here, in the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah. Judah. Okay, so Israel basically had their own king, mm-hmm. who here was Jehoiakim. Yep. Now, of course, God's intention, here's the thing, is when we look back on history, yep. um, you know, according to the Old Testament, God's intention was that Israel would actually have prophets. Yes. Okay. But then they asked for, they wanted a king. King, yeah. And Saul was the first king, mm, you know, that, yep. that was, we read that in first, the book of First Samuel. Yep. Okay. And so here now we see this, now at this time period, mm-hmm. Judah as in Israel actually has, the Israelite nation actually has Jehoiakim as their king. king. And then it says Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, Babylon. <laughs> came to Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here we see what, what is that? actually happening is this besieging so this captivity that's actually happening by the king of Babylon Mm -hmm. do you find it interesting Hannah because this is something that you know as you can see my bible you know I always say to Lawson I I write my bible everywhere right I circle things that jump out at me In verse 2, it actually says, And the Lord gave mm. Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into the hands of basically of King Nebuchadnezzar. Wow. Lord gave. That's interesting. Interesting, yeah. isn't mm. it? So right here we see that there's God's hand in this somehow. Yes, that's true. He's in control. He allowed this. He, he Yes. Mm. Yeah, he gave, he allowed his heart. Um, and I think that, like, you know, things that it doesn't, even it doesn't make sense, maybe things that, like, what's going on? But God is in control. Like, he allowed this to happen so that they can learn the lesson or they can maybe um, eventually glorify God's name. Like, you know, God allowed these things. Absolutely. Agree <laughs> with you. That's right. Yeah, yeah, to glorify God's name. But mm-hmm. also, do you have you found in times in your life that, when challenges come, sometimes it's the times, it's really the times that draw you closer to, to exactly, God. Exactly. Okay. And this is what was interesting. But here they were faced under the Babylonian and then after the Babylonians, it became under the Persian rule as well, which is when we find Esther and Mordecai coming mm, in afterwards mm. as well. But so here we find that the Jewish people are actually deported from their own country yeah. and where the principles of their faith are actually put on the line, aren't they? Mm. It's like, will you follow God's ways or will you follow 
man's ways. That's right. Right it here. It is a test. It is a test mm. that actually comes here. And actually, the, so we find in verse 3, the king instructed Aspenes, the master of the eunuchs, to bring some of the children of Israel and some of the king's descendants and some of the nobles. And mm. so we see them being taken out of their land into captivity. Yeah. Okay. And they're taken into captivity. And here we're actually, we, there's four key men that are mentioned there. Yes. Who are they? Well, it's Daniel and um, uh, Shadrach, Meshach. Yeah, we, we tend to refer. It's interesting, isn't it? Because often we don't go Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and yeah. Azariah. Yeah. We actually still, we don't then use Daniel's new name, Belshazzar. We always Belshazzar, keep yeah, Daniel, don't right. we? And we go Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah. And then we follow them through with, with how they make a stand for God. But here's the very first stand for God that we actually find in this passage, which we'll actually continue on with after we actually have our next song. But we actually find that they're going to make this stand for God in every way. And it actually begins mm. with food and drink, which is really interesting. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Danuta and Hannah. How fitting was that song with what we're covering oh, about Daniel? Beautiful. We're looking at Daniel now. And we're Later in the week, looking at Esther and Mordecai mm. even more. So, yeah, making a stand is so important for God's ways rather That's than man's right. ways, isn't it? Mm. Hannah, it's come time for us to do our last quiz question for sure. today, please. Question number five. How many deacons were chosen to help the apostles to distribute food to widows? Okay. How many deacons were chosen to help the apostles to distribute food to widows? Yes. Text us in your answer on zero four nine one zero six four six six nine, and you will grow go in the draw that happens at quarter to nine on Friday. God for us, and also God with us. Great books looking at the book of John and unpacking the beauty of God being with us and for us. Mm. That question again, how many deacons were chosen to help the apostles to distribute food to widows? Text us in your answer on 0491064669. We are, we've been having quite a few number of answers coming through for oh, our great. quiz questions, which is really exciting. Keep those coming in, of course, and you'll grow into the draw. That happens at quarter to nine on Friday. Text it or star it if you wish to actually play but not actually be part of the draw. Put a star there or let us know. Okay, so we've been looking at the book of Daniel. Daniel. We're actually looking at the importance of mission cross-cultural mm. ministry. Yes. And in the book of Daniel chapter 1, of course, you know, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, and of course, you know, it says there even other, you know, children of Israel and some of the king's descendants um, and nobles were actually taken away into captivity mm. um, by the Babylonian king. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar and also of course there that they were taken and for three years they they were they were there you know basically where where they were actually separated with others where mm. the the king wanted them to become you know uh, why you know wis- giving them in wisdom and, and, and strength and everything but here the interesting thing is that they actually actually um, are given it says here but Daniel proposed for his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's delicacies nor with the wine that he drank they chose to actually have the fresh food and actually 10 10 day tests give us vegetables to eat mm-hmm. and water to drink in verse yes, 10 and right. the interesting thing is here 
The reason for this is they were wanting to follow God's ways, God's ways, you know, of the natural ways Mm. of clear food, having that clear mind. But here's the thing back in those days as well, wasn't Mm. it, Hannah, was that the fact that the food that they had, you know, Babylonians had, was actually basically basically being offered to the idols Idols, before Mm. they would actually eat it. And so they did not want, they wanted to follow God's ways. They did not want to have the food that was defiled. Yeah. That's because right. it was being offered to idols. Mm. And it's interesting in verse 8 how it says that Daniel purposed in his heart. It's an interesting word, isn't it? Purpose in his heart. Yes. And um, um, I looked into what it means, purpose, in Hebrew, and it actually means give, give his heart to God. Yes, so he beautiful. gave his heart to God. You know, there is a choice, like just follow man's way. You know, mm-hmm. um, but he chose to give his heart to God. So he purposed in his heart that I don't want defile that, you know, I don't want this way. That's right. Yeah. I want God's way. And yeah, we have that choice in our life as well daily, not only once in our life. It's mm. a daily thing that I want your way, you know, like mm-hmm. I want to give my heart and that should be first thing that we should do in the morning as well that, you know, I don't want my way. I want your way. Absolutely, so, yeah. absolutely. God's way is always the best way. And here's best the thing way. too with that is that they did not want to compromise, did they, yeah. at all? No matter what their environment, no matter what they, who or what they were surrounded with, mm. they said, you know, matter, no matter what, we will be faithful to God yes. because God is faithful to us. And yeah. so even under the most unfavorable environments, mm. um, you know, they could not be kept from basically being obedient. They were obedient. They stayed obedient no matter what, which is a real lesson for us to take away, isn't it, to learn from that? That is very encouraging because, like, you know, we are in, also in a world, like, you know, uh, the Sabbath school lesson was saying that we are not living in a country where the um, Adventist um, belief is all in the law. Like, you know, we are living in a place where sometimes we're tested by it. Maybe yes. we are living in a, um, with a family who whose idea, whose faith is not the same with us. And... Um, but then it's encouraging because Daniel in a, in a, in this place, Babylon, but he was able to live and he honor, he was able to honor God. Able so, to honor God. Yes, that's yeah, a that. real encouragement for us. Absolutely. And we see that further. If we can go to chapter three of mm. Daniel as well. Yes. And also, you know, in chapter six, we're just going to mention briefly because our time is running short. But then in chapter three of Daniel, we actually see here. So, mm. okay, we'll just skip Daniel chapter two, but that's significant. I just want to make mention Daniel chapter two is a prophetic book of prophetic chapter which actually gives us that whole idea of the image that Nebuchadnezzar dreams mm. and it shows us that that um, you know Babylon is the head of gold and then they are then conquered by the um, Medo-Persians then conquered of course by um, Greece and then by Rome and so there's these kingdoms that don't actually last but there's yeah. these kings that yes. actually rule at the time mm. and so but so here's the thing chapter three Nebuchadnezzar then makes an image fully of gold, gold because he's saying I don't want to be conquered That's I right. want to be the lasting kingdom yes, yes. now we know the only everlasting kingdom is God's kingdom, God's kingdom okay yeah. no man's kingdom mm. is everlasting mm. in any kind of way and so what he does is his image and then he actually wants everyone to bow, bow down. down yes now here in this story it's actually Daniel's friends so Shadrach Meshach and Abednego mm. that are there but Daniel isn't mentioned here is he but no. here yeah so interestingly mm. there's these three friends of his and what are they do do they bow down or they do not or do they not bow down to they this image they do not bow down 
They do not bow mm. down. And it says here in verse 17 of chapter 3, if that is the case, our God, you know, whom we serve. So basically the story then goes, if they don't bow down, they'll get thrown into a fiery furnace. Yes, that's okay. right. Mm. Can you read for us verse 17 and 18? Because this is crucial, their response that actually says, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter because they then say this. Can you read verse 17 and 18 sure. in chapter 3? If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning um, fury furnace and he will deliver us from your hand O king but if not let it be known to you O king that we do not serve your gods nor will we worship the gods uh, gold image which you have set up mm. wow this isn't is that powerful they're like god will deliver us yes. we don't have to bow down to yeah. anything you, we don't care what you do mm. but we're going to stand firm yes. like the song that was just sung before we continued in this bible so stand firm no matter what because God will save us. Now let's quickly just go to chapter 6 as well. Chapter 6 of course here we actually find that there's a plot against Daniel Mm. and we encourage you to read these chapters you know um, in in your home and and here we actually find that Daniel then there's a plot against Daniel to have um, uh, you know everyone basically follow the king's ways that follow the the, uh, a um, what's the word I'm looking for a uh, the, the law of you know yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and instead he's actually saying, no, I will still pray to God my Father no matter what. Yes. And so what happens to Daniel? He gets thrown into... Lion's den. Yeah, he gets thrown into the lion's den. Yeah. But why, what do we find? Was he scared about that or anything? No, no, not at all. And it's... Um, sorry, one, one more thing. It's interesting that they could not find no charge or fall because... He was faithful. He was faithful. Yeah, so it's so powerful to think that there's only way to, um, you know, plot Daniel. That was the, uh, to do something to do with God's, like his faith, you know? So, oh, wow, it's so cool that there's no fault in Daniel. No fault whatsoever. In fact, the king actually was quite displeased and, and, and you know, concerned yes. for Daniel because mm. he was on his side. But he says he, he was greatly displeased with himself and he set his heart on Daniel to deliver him, which is really fascinating. And he said, I know your God will deliver you, right? Yes. So today, give Jesus a go. He will deliver you. He will Amen. save you. He will help you there's a better life with jesus you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different it has come time for us to give our answers to our quiz questions i know our listeners always look forward to this so our first question was which new testament book has jesus's sermon on the mount the answer was matthew matthew okay and so it goes from chapter five to chapter seven the sermon on the mount i absolutely love that do you know that i've actually been to israel hannah oh wow to yeah to where it's believed to be the area where jesus did the sermon on the mount really yeah just fascinating stuff and when you actually walk up along there of course you've got their little plaques that have actually got the Beatitudes with mm. which he actually starts the Sermon on the Mount recorded Wee. at the beginning of chapter 5. Yeah, yeah. So blessed are the poor in spirit for these are the kingdom of heaven and so much more. And so he's and Christ actually opens there the spiritual kingdom of his love and grace and righteousness. Mm. And I love that because, you know, um, yeah, he's just really, you know, Everything that Jesus did here was pointing to the kingdom of heaven, wasn't yes. it? To give people a hope and something mm. better to look forward to beyond this earth. Mm. Our second one, even though Abram and Sarah were too old, what did God promise them? A 
son. A son. Yes. And so here's the thing is, I mean, they had many sons because, of course, the promise was, you know, we find the promise of the son in uh, Genesis chapter 18. Mm-hmm. And, of course, here we see, too, that, of course, Sarah was, was old. So in chapter 18, verse 11, now Abraham and Sarah old, well advanced in age, and Sarah had passed the age of childbearing and so that was interesting so she was actually 90 years old when she ended up having Isaac of course who was the the son of promise of course Abraham then also had another son which comes to the next question but it actually was through the maid and not through through Sarah his wife so can we uh the next one is where did Hagar and his son get exiled to and what does it say into the desert into the desert, desert or oh, into the wilderness. wilderness. That's right. So really interesting here. And we actually find about Hagar and Ishmael in Genesis chapter 16. And so she's banished out and she says, I'm fleeing for the presence of my mistress, Sarah. Mm. But the interesting thing is, I love this. Can you read Genesis chapter 16, verse 13, just 13. for us? Sure. It says, then she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees. For she said, have I also here seen him who sees me? That's right. And mm-hmm. so what we do know here is that basically, you know, she know, knew that God was still looking after her wow. there. You know, That's he true. looked after her in mm-hmm. every way. And Abram was actually 86 years old when Hagar actually bore Ishmael to mm-hmm. him. So, And, of course, he was a lot older than, um, you know, when, when Isaac was actually born as well. Yes. Number four, which number is missing from this verse in Matthew 117? It says, and the number was 14. So it says, all, so all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. From David until the captivity in Babylon are 14 generations. And from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are 14 generations. Mm. I actually love that whole passage. There's so much you can pull out of there. And what I also love there is there's actually five women that are mentioned in that lineage mm. amongst all these men. Because, of course, that culture mm. is very much, you know, patriarch, yeah. patriarchally based, as yeah, you yeah. know, men, men based. Yeah. Um, but if there's five women there mm. that also are for the lineage of grace. It's, you know, called the lineage towards Jesus Christ. So mm. you've got Bathsheba, you've actually got, um, you know, uh, Tamar and that and and yeah. and just beautiful stories surrounding all of that. Even though some you know the background of some of those women, you know, we, we would say was a bit you know concerning or dodgy, but yes. it just shows how Jesus of the grace. Jo- yeah, uh, we the have grace a God of, of grace, yeah. haven't we? Mm. Number five. How many deacons were chosen to help the apostles to distribute food to widows? And the answer was seven. Seven. Mm. Yeah, the good old number seven, of course. And yes. the deacons were being chosen. It was in the book of Acts. We actually find that as well. And um, yeah, and and you know, um, deacons are still something that are very common in our churches these mm-hmm, days, mm-hmm. aren't they? And they do a tremendous work. And we also have deaconesses in the churches as well. And that is part of the thing is to look out for people because here they were actually appointed to distribute food to the widows, widows and to yeah. actually help them out in every way. But, you know, once again, what we love with the quiz, of course, so, yeah, if you got those right, you go into the drawer for the two books, which are God with us and God for oh, us, nice. coming from the book of John you will not regret it. So keep your answers coming in over the next few days. Be prepared to keep playing for the quiz and the draw will actually be done at quarter to nine on Friday morning. You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Danuna and Hannah and we've come to the end of our show all too quickly once again, Hannah. It has been exciting to have you here. Have you enjoyed yourself? Yes, thank you so much for having me.
having me here. Oh, pleasure. It's been fantastic. Particularly really enjoyed that Bible study time that we had digging deeper mm. into God's Word. And so be encouraged to be ready for Jesus when He comes because He's coming in the clouds of glory. And we want to finish off, encourage you to read chapters of Psalm 91 that we referred to earlier today. And I want to finish off with that verse once again. He shall cover you with His feathers, verse 4 of chapter 91. Under His wings you shall find refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. And so give Jesus a go today in every way. Remember to talk talk faith, act faith, and live faith, and you'll grow strong. Shine like the sun
For being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.